Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week, in preparation for Sabbath, October 23rd, we look at Lesson 4, To Love the Lord Your God. Join us as we explore this concept of love found in the book of Deuteronomy. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. Okay, welcome. This is Lesson 4, To Love the Lord Your God. And our memory text is coming from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Yeah, and what a, what a great uh, promise, as well as uh, the lesson points out that this is one of the most famous prayers in the Bible that Jews say. I teach a world religions class, so we I love to take them to the synagogue where they hear what, what they call the mm, Shema, yes. um, listening or obeying and uh, so here you have it. Uh, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. one. So just a beautiful yeah. promise. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I, I think, I, I know we could say amen and just leave, but let's, let's, let's <laughs> we got to unpack this a yeah, little, right? Just a little bit more. All Help, right. Talk about the love of God on Sunday. Let's do lesson. it. Let's do it. So Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. Uh, again, what we just read, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. But then verse 5, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. So this is just, a, a again, a reminder of God's promise of this, right. um, this, this promise of who he is. Uh, he also promises earlier in that same chapter that if we listen and obey, that your days may be prolonged. So God wants what's in our best interest. He knows what makes us tick, so to speak, right? Amen. And so here we have this, this again, this promise. And uh, again, uh, this invitation maybe is the best way to put it, to inviting us to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. God wants all of us, not just part of us, but he wants all of us authentically and holistically. Amen. Amen. So, um, you know, this is talking about fearing God. Um, should we be afraid of God, Buster? Yeah, you know, this means that you better be shaking and trembling every Ooh. time you even mention the name, right? <laughs> I think of the Lions King movie, right? Yeah, Mufasa, yeah, yeah. Mufasa. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, here, here, uh, Deuteronomy 10, verse 12. Mm. And now, Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee, right? Yeah. Uh, to fear the Lord thy God and to walk in all of his ways, to love him and to serve him thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Mm. Uh, so it kind of brings us up again. And this word is Yireh, right? Mm -hmm. And But this is not to be trembling afraid. It is yeah. reverence. It is awe. It is what happens in worship. It's what happens in uh, the Bible oftentimes when an angel shows up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's fear, but there's reverence. And immediately people fall down and they start start worshiping. And someone says, hey, don't don't be afraid, right? Yeah, yeah. So if I'm hearing you right, Buster, instead of like being scared, it's more a sense of respect? Yes, okay. respect and with awe. Mm. And uh, Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, I'm, I'm not going to read all Ephesians chapter 2, uh, 1 through 10, mm -hmm. but... The audience is probably familiar with this. If you're not, I challenge you to please go through and read it. Uh, you have been saved by grace through faith. That's mm -hmm. a part of there. Mm -hmm. But here it, it all it also mentions this aspect of of being in, in fear of the mm -hmm. Lord. Okay. Um, and 
as I'm going through this, uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together in Christ and been raised together to sit in heavenly places, right? And it talks about all these wonderful aspects of this, but it also talks about this, among whom, it says in verse 3, also we are once conduct ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling desires uh, and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, just as others, Right? Yeah. But we're not called to be afraid. We're called to walk in the love and the understanding of God, and which even tells us he's the one that saved us. We're mm -hmm. saved by grace through faith in that of Jesus Christ. Mm. And so it talks about this, uh, especially there in verse 4, talking about children of wrath. Uh -huh. How in the world are we children of wrath? But it talk mentions it here. Christ died for us and gave us a new life in him, which also includes freedom from the sin and wow. condemnation of the past. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. we deserve wrath, mm -hmm. but we actually have salvation through grace, through faith, yeah. and not of ourselves, lest anyone should boast. And so that's mm. actually great and wonderful news. Indeed. So Indeed. Michael, tell us how he loved us first. Yeah, just a, 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 some additional passages here from Deuteronomy that kind of remind us of God's everlasting love for us. Uh, as Yerji Mascala at the beginning when we did that bonus episode reminded us that this is just a, a whole uh, testament to love of God's love for his people, his love for us. Uh, just a couple of the examples. I'm not going to read them all. You can do that at your leisure. Uh, but Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 37, because he loved your ancestors and chose their descendants after them, he brought you out of Egypt by his presence and his great strength. So even the whole Exodus, why does that happen? Mm. It's because he loves hey. his people. Man. Or Second Chronicles, I think it's 20 verse 20, it talks about how God had compassion on his people. I, I like that view of God, that Amen. he's a loving, compassionate redeemer. And he does these things, uh, not because he has to, yeah. um, but because he wants to. He, he just loves, it just pours out of who God is, his character. Um, and one more other a quick example. Please, Michael, please. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 7 and um, uh, 8 and 13. Then the Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than other peoples, for you were the fewest of all peoples. That it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Mm. So it's not because they were all that in a bag of chips. Because <laughs> yeah. they were like so amazing. Right. Uh, it's because God loved them. Amen. And he wanted to redeem them. And, and so it was God's, again, it's love and compassion that makes all of this happen. Verse 13, he will love you and bless you and increase your numbers. He will bless the fruit of your womb, the crops of your land, your grain and new wine and olive oil. Uh, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks and the land he swore to your ancestors to give you. In that culture and in that time, those things were signs of abundance and uh, fulfillment. And, yes. and, and so if, if you knew you had animals and grain, you knew you'd have food to eat that you were mm. taken care of. And so God says, I want to bless you. Um, God's design towards us is not that we suffer. It was never God's intent that we suffer in this world of sin, the way that we experience uh, so much of life, right? Um, God, his desire deep within the character of God yes. is that he loves us. And I love that. And that takes us to 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, the same promise. 
we love him because he first loved us. Amen. It reminds me of the statement yep. by Ellen White. Yeah. By love is love awakened. Amen. Yep, that's exactly right, Michael. Yeah. By love is love awakened, right? Exactly. So, um, if you love me, keep my commandments. Yeah, First John chapter 5, verse 3 says okay. it. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, right? And so, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 10 uh, it gets into a little bit more of this, and, and there's a, several of these verses that have this notion, this idea, if we love God, then we'll keep his commandments. By showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm just going to jump here to Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse okay. 9. Okay. Uh, it says, Therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God, he is faithful, to, uh, and who keeps and uh, covenant and mercy for a thousand generations, to those who love him and keep his commandments. Yeah. Uh, and, and basically, all we, these are saying the same thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Deuteronomy is a book of love. And I was just going through class this morning, right, Michael? And uh, asked the class, what are some reasons why the, why young people leave the church? Why yeah. do they stay in the church? Yeah, what, what did they say? And, the, you know, uh, if, if you're interested in this, I'll put this up on our Facebook platform. Okay. I'll put these pictures up. Yeah. Uh, but one of the greatest things they said, they stay in church because of good community, wow. because of loving church family, because of good pastoral leadership. These are some things that they're saying. This is reasons why they say they want How to stay. encouraging. Accepting, yeah. A, yeah. an accepting church, uh -huh. a church that's not going to judge them too harshly. Wow. And the fact that just God calls them to be there, right? Beautiful. And and when they say, because yeah. usually we get on the negative and there's a lot more, mm -hmm. there's a lot more yeah, that they filled up the board too. Yeah. of reasons why they leave. Right. But the reasons why they stay, there's yeah. love that's embedded in there. And so let's celebrate that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And let's show them the love that they're looking for, mm -hmm. just as God shares it with us. Nice. And so Michael finishes up with Thursday's lesson, the first commandment. Yeah. So here we come back to and kind of wrap things up uh, again, the same uh, kind of thing, theme that we have through this whole passage yes. here. Uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and read this uh, from Jesus. One of the, the teachers, or from the Gospels, I should say, one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating and noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? And now here's the words of Jesus. The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. <laughs> Shema, the, all the way from where we started this, right? Love right. the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind and with all your strength. strength. And I, I love this because uh, this just kind of brings us full circle of how all of God's commandments are developing the whole person is our characters, body, mind, soul, uh, and spirit. You know, all, all of these um, belong together as part of the whole person. God wants all of us and he wants all of our hearts to surrender to him. Uh, and by the way, I, I want to say that, yeah. by, you know, just incidentally, this passage to me summarizes what Adventist education is all mm. about more than anything else. Let's go, Michael. Uh, you know, because you can go to any university. There's universities that have um, more, you know, better facilities. Research, or, lots of money oh, and scholarships Yeah, you, you name else. it. But, but the reason why I believe in Adventist education or one of the one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it is this, this whole idea here of this uh, surrendering ourselves, the whole person, character development, you know, um, heart, soul, mind, strength. Mm. Those four things, if you put those, package them together, yes. that summarizes um, the whole notion of character development that makes Adventist education so distinctive and so 
uh, important. And you realize that? Yes. You, uh, it, it, we're not perfect here at SWO. No, we're not. But I know but I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I should just speak for myself, Buster. <laughs> so, but but uh, you know, we work together. Amen. Uh, yep. To point people to Jesus, in that we all grow together in terms of our character development, in terms of our knowledge, Very in true. terms of our our walk with Jesus, and and that's what I love. That's what makes Adventist education so uh, so special. Uh, and you know, you know, I was going to say tagging along yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, we just had a week of prayer, and yeah. Jonathan mm-hmm. Coker had the day where he's talking about oh, uh, right. beatitudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, Matthew chapter five, verse eight: "Blessed mm. are the pure in heart, yeah. for they shall see God." And he's mentioned a lot yeah. of times as Adventists, we say, "Blessed are the pure in action." Mm. He says, "But God doesn't want our action. He doesn't yeah. want our doing first. Yeah. He wants our hearts first. Yeah. And that's why He says, if you love me, yeah. then keep my commandments.' We say, mm. "No, God, we're going to keep our commandments, and yeah. then we're going to love you." No, I love it. We give Him our hearts. We give Him yeah. our ourselves first. Yeah. Yeah. And his love in us will mm-hmm. help us mm-hmm. to have the have, to have the action. Yeah. Uh, so and, don't put the cart before the horse. And by the way, some of our listeners may be somewhere where they haven't been able to listen to a week of prayer for a while or something like that. Yeah. All those sermons are on YouTube, right? Yes, they are. And, and, yes, and I want to just celebrate and revel in this moment for for just a moment because uh, you know this is what Adventist education is about is, is taking these moments to invite our young people on this campus as they're learning to just fall in love with Jesus again. Yes. Um, I, I heard the report today that there were 35 commitments that of, yes. of young people that want to be baptized. Yes, yes, indeed. So we just have to celebrate that and praise the Lord. Um, those are the kinds of things that as religion teachers, <laughs> as profs here, we, we just make our for. hearts warm, right? Yes. You know, yeah, just indeed. to see those decisions. I know we had a few first few baptisms. We're going to have more that are going to be in baptismal uh, small groups and Bible studies. Uh, and that Wonderful. that is um, just so encouraging to see that. And so uh, check out our uh, Southwestern YouTube channel. And, and if you missed out and you'd like to hear those, uh, just I was blessed, so blessed last week uh, sitting through that, that week of prayer. Um, so, so what do you think, Buster, um, as we try to put a wrap on this for this week? You know, I, I think that ties it all in together. Hopefully mm-hmm. we're trying, we're striving to live out love in our lives mm-hmm. as the first love, uh, we love God because he first loved us. Just keeping that in mind and looking mm-hmm. for ways not to just say, I love you, but ways to show love towards others. Cause that's how, that's how they know that we actually care. Well, I, I, I want to read this last quote here at the end. It's a long quote, so I'm only going to read the first sentence or two. But um, Ellen White in Great Controversy, 651-652. The cross of Christ will be the science and the song of the redeemed through all eternity. In Christ glorified, they will behold Christ crucified. It's just this reminder again of Jesus and his love for us, self-sacrificial love that, uh, you know, we're talking about his love, how he first loved us. It's his example on Calvary that uh, we're reminded again of, of God's selfless love so that each of us can have eternal life. So uh, with that, that uh, puts a wrap for another week. This is Soup and Swoops signing, signing out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. We love teaching with personable colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahoo.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, 
Be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.